What's up, guys? Welcome back. Coming to you live from Farmington Hills, Michigan. Your host, David Chandra. Hope you're all doing well and staying safe. We have a brand new episode today. But before we get started, Jill, tell us a little bit about what you've been doing today, what you've been up to, and then we'll introduce our guest right after that. All right. Hey, David. Um, I just finished eating dinner. I've been studying all day for my sports medicine exam this Friday. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, life life has been pretty boring today. Not going to lie. It's <laughs> yeah. revolves, around, revolves around going to class, um, studying, and eating food. Not, honestly, I don't even think I got much movement today. Not going to lie. So. It's it, it's been it's been a rough day. What about you, David? How how, how have things been? Um, how was your day at the clinic today? Uh, not too bad. The same old, you know. Uh, uh, wake up early, go to clinic, do your thing, come back. I uh, just had my dinner, just like you. Um, you know, it's uh, it kind of gets monotonous sometimes, but some days are better than others, so I can't complain. And I'm looking forward to this episode and the guests that you're about to introduce to us. So let's get it started. Yes. Yeah, so our guest today is my good friend, Sujit, um, Sujit Johnston. He's also from Shoal. Um, Sujit, introduce yourself to our listeners. Hi, everyone. My name is Sujit Johnston. I'm a second year podiatry student at Shoal, um, originally from the Northwest suburb, Schaumburg. Uh, I went to Friend High School, and then I majored in psychology at Illinois Wesleyan University. And then uh, I did my post back at the University of Pennsylvania. And then I did a master's here at Roslyn Franklin. And then uh, luckily I fell into podiatry and here I am excited to be here. And thank you guys so much for helping me be a part of this amazing podcast that y'all have. Definitely. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And, you know, as I say, always, it's it's nice to be able to meet other people in the field of podiatry, whether it's a first year, second year, third year, fourth year, or residents or thereafter as well, too. So it's it's nice to have you on, and I'm looking forward to hearing your story. And before we get into your story, I kind of want to talk about how eventually when we are applying for residencies, as my application was due just the other day, the main question or the prompt for your personal statement is essentially uh, why podiatry or how did you get into podiatry and what can you bring to our residency program and what are your future plans? And I think in a way, this podcast or these episodes really uh, exemplify that journey, right? We were talking about it offset and how uh, everybody wants to present their journey, why they got in and different things that they've learned along the way. So let's kind of go all the way back before we get into um, your years in podiatry thus far at Shoal. Tell us where your interest in medicine started and why that was even something you wanted to go into initially. Okay. So um, I moved to the U.S. when I was seven years old. And like, obviously, I came here with my mom and dad and like, we didn't have any family here. And it was tough here because when we first got here, it was around like the time of 9-11 and like everything else going on. And um, it, life was pretty tough to get adjusted to. Um, luckily, my dad one day went for a walk and he found this church and everyone in that church, like they took me in. And the best part was like they introduced me to like Oreos and Legos and like they taught me how to wear like snow pants in the winter, things like that. And like I just remember growing up, like there were these group of people in my church who just like provided me with so much love, care, and compassion, like. I remember thinking to myself as a kid, I was like, you know, I want to like do that. I want to be able to like do something every day where I can like help other people and like make other people happy. Like I was done to me. 
So I just like I started volunteering a lot as a kid just because I enjoyed it, like especially a lot with Special Olympics, like special needs community. Um, and I realized like over the years, like my first interest in terms of career was to do engineering. But I felt like I couldn't really get that every day where I'd be like helping people out. Um, so then one of my family friends, she was a psychiatrist at the time, and I just had an interest for psychology in general. And then after like shadowing her for a bit, I thought to myself like, wow, like this just healthcare in general is something where I'd be able to daily help people out. So that's when like my focus narrowed in on like shifting from um, engineering towards like a more healthcare driven route. Definitely. So when you decided to have that uh, push to go into medicine, you were talking about psychiatry and um, that person that you were introduced to, a family uh, friend that got you into psychiatry. Tell us a little bit about what interested you in that field or was it primarily because of the fact that you were able to help others or was it something in that field that kind of drew you in and was like, oh, maybe this would be able to be something that I can start my career with in the future? Mm -hmm. So what I liked about psychiatry, first off, like the whole field of mental illness was just like so like amazing to me because of like how intricate it was. And just like as growing up, I would like look up all these things on the Internet about like bipolar, schizophrenia, depression, everything, because I was just like so amazed at how like you have like all these neurons and circuits in your brain, like acting a certain way. And then boom, that's just like it plays out on your everyday life. and what specifically I liked about psychiatry was you could use like multiple forms of treatment to be able to help a patient out mm -hmm. um, in terms of like behavioral therapy, cognitive therapy, and then um, pharmacokinetic dynamics, like everything with medicine, like prescription as well. Um, so that's why like it was like my biggest academic passion, like just knowing about understanding mental illness. But then when you add in with psychiatry, like how drugs work in your body and then like just med medicine in general, like understanding the different um, body systems was just something like I loved as a kid. So I thought like, wow, like psychiatry is perfect because I get to use like various forms of therapy to work in like what at that time was like my favorite uh, academic field. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure that being open or being accustomed to that type of lifestyle, seeing somebody uh, be a psychiatrist and, you know, really understand how a person works, you know, and be able to understand their emotions and different things that, you know, people struggle with. And one of the biggest things that we've been talking about in, in our day and age right now is mental health, right? So, and it's something big that goes back many years and it's still present today, but Tell us how that jump happened from psychiatry to podiatry, because that's a, a drastic difference. So tell us a little bit about what opens your mind into podiatry. And I know you talked about your journey in your um, undergrad, then to your master's, your post-bac and all of that. So tell us a little bit about that journey and where podiatry fit in and along the way. Okay. So I would say since high school, so we're saying like 2008 up until like 2018. So that's 10 years where I was just set on psychiatry and I told myself I'm not doing anything else. Like this is the perfect field because I just liked how like a lot of people had told me that I have like a good sense of patience and empathy in terms of being able to understand what other people are going through and just 
try to put their needs to like a really high importance to myself. And like that was evident through friendships, through my volunteering and everything. And so that's why I thought, okay, like psychiatry, nothing else. Like I, I love this field. But then what I noticed my biggest issue over the years was that I realized that the issue with, with mental illness is like you can try your best as a provider to help a patient out and uh, you might not see like a result or a, 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 you might not see it play out right away. Like I struggled with that idea. Like oftentimes, like, like, especially like when I would shadow psychiatrists and we would see patients for like over the course of months, I noticed that the psychiatrist could do various forms of therapy, but like it wouldn't help the patient get better. And that's just how it is sometimes. And for my type of personality, I would be the type to like go home consistently, probably worry about that patient, think what can I do? And like, I realized like it would get unhealthy for me in terms of not being able to grasp this idea that like you might not put in a plan A and then see like a solution. So I remember one of my friends, um, the year I was doing my master's here at Rosalind Franklin, she told me like, okay, go ahead and check out podiatry because like, at that time, I tore my ACL meniscus uh, playing basketball. So I was going through the whole PT and everything. And I, she, she told me, like, just check out podiatry, just see how it goes. And I was like, no, like, podiatry is not psychiatry. Like, why would I do podiatry? I don't know anything about it even. Like, it's just the foot, right? And she's like, no, no, no. It's like, it's not. And she told me everything about it. And she told me to go shadow podiatrist. And I was like, fine. Like I have an afternoon free. I'll go check this out and I'll be, I'll, I guess I'll keep an open mind. Cause for 10 years, I did not have an open mind. I was like psychiatry or nothing. So I go to this, I will go to the shadow. Her name is Dr. Catherine Gray. She actually graduated from Stoll, a phenomenal podiatrist. So I walk in and I'm kidding you not after this two hour shadowing session, I was just blown away. Like I, I think what, I really appreciated was how Dr. Grace, like it wasn't just the foot and ankle. Like I thought it's like a patient comes in, you have to like utilize every single body system of that patient, the history, everything else that's going on in the entire body plays a role in everything going on for like a special specialized specific area. Um, and what she was able to do is she used various forms of therapy to be able to like help that patient out, whether it's like physical therapy exercises, braces, um, just like a lot of hands-on techniques and tools. And like, I just thought like, wow, this is not monotonous at all because like you have so many ways to treat this patient. And then what I thought was the coolest part was like, you could practice preventative medicine and long-term care with these patients. And it wasn't just like, an issue in psychiatry is that like they're often forced to just like prescribe medication after medication and it's like quantity over quality but then like with these patients it was like more like long-term relationships and tracking how they're doing over time mm-hmm. um so i just did a ton of research i reached out to a lot of people i talked to fellow show students um and then i went and talked to dr grummet at our school and uh, he was the one that really like sat me down and made me like understand whether like this is something that I really wanted to do. And again, um, this was something new, right? Podiatry to me. So I took months to try to see like, did I really enjoy it? Like, do I see myself doing this? What I really appreciated was that I would be able to like 
put in this effort, try the best I can with the patient. And like, yeah, I might not see results right away, but I will like evidently see a change and then try to alter that change, try to like find new ways to like find different therapies. There's always like an added challenge. So long story short, I wasn't stubborn. Like I, I made myself malleable to other options in life. And I feel like that really helped. It like pushed me in other areas of life to like try out new things and like take a leap of faith and just take risks. And it's so cliche, like, oh, like taking risks in life. But like, this is probably one of the biggest risks I've ever taken. And I couldn't be happier every day, no matter how hard. Obviously, Jill, we know we have like really hard classes and everything, but like at the end of the day, like I'm happy to be doing this. I'm happy to be like staying up, sleeping three hours. I mean, not all the time. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a long answer. But no, <laughs> I mean, I think I think it was a good answer, too. I think it's something that gives everyone perspective on how it works differently for everybody, you know. I know you mentioned that initially there was something that you really, really wanted to do. And sometimes it's hard to get away from that. If that's mm -hmm. something that you've wanted for 10 years, you always want to strive for it. You want to push for it. But when you're open and you said as uh, malleable, you know, being open to different mm -hmm. routes, uh, different opinions, different viewpoints and trying to give other things chances, it, it really uh, speaks to your character more so than anything else. And I think that's a, something that, sh that you should have as you go forward into your uh, academic years and your clinical years and thereafter into residency too. But I really want to mention the thing that you talked about, especially in psychiatry where, you know, sometimes you're not able to see results right away. And that's really hard when you're like a young uh, professional, especially in the academia, and then you get into clinicals and you see that these patients are not getting better immediately. Yeah. And you're like, I gave this uh, effort or I, I, I put all my energy into this patient and it's not like, uh, and I'm not seeing anything out of it, you know? And, and I, I'm in the ICU department right now, and a lot of the patients that are in there are intensive, right, intensive care unit, and they're, they're struggling through, like, some, you know, fatal issues. And it's hard, like, sometimes you're just managing them, whereas in podiatry, a lot of times you do see that uh, improvement immediately. You're able to help them right as soon as they leave the door. They walk in with something, and you can fix them, and they can leave, and they'll be happy with what you've done for them. And and being able to see something like that, I think, really makes a big difference in me, you, Jill, anybody that's in the field of podiatry, because it's like, yeah, there are patients that sometimes might not always listen. Um, you know, you get those chronic diabetic ulcers all the time. But at the same time, you can be able to fix somebody immediately. And th that's mm -hmm almost so rewarding because that's what you want to see being able to help others in that immediate moment the best right. that you can you know and i think that speaks a lot to people that are looking forward to what they want to go into different specialties cater to different things and some specialties you don't necessarily get to see the reward immediately you have to wait for a while to finally see that reward come to you you know um but i know you mentioned how you transitioned how you got into podiatry and how some people at Scholl itself, your friend and uh, Dr. Grummet uh, really led you, sat you down and gave you that guidance. So Jill, I think it's your time to t kind of take over and ask Sujit a little bit about Scholl and talk to us a little bit about, um, and to the prospective students, what makes Scholl different than all the other schools? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I know that you said, I mean, Suja, I know you've been a part of the um, master's program that they have at RFU. Um, and then you transitioned into podiatry from that program. 
Um, can you tell us a little bit about that transition and how that went? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, again, my plan when I was doing that master's program was to apply to MD or DO schools and go with the psychiatry rock until I was like introduced to Shoal. And what happened was like, I think it was this, it was the summer of 2019 when I was planning on applying for that August. And I talked to Dr. Grummet and this was like, I, again, I was planning to apply in like June or May because that it took me that long to like be sure that this is what I wanted to do. And it wasn't just like, I wanted to make sure that I'm not doing podiatry just because I don't want to do psychiatry anymore. It's because I want to do podiatry. That was like when I realized like, Hey, this is what I'm going to enjoy doing every day. So, I mean, Dr. Grummet helped me out so much because the class size was like pretty much full by then. Um, but like, I really, I knew that like, this is what I wanted to do and I wanted to start this ASAP. Um, so him and then the fellow, like the, the P3s now, they helped me out in terms of, um, what they, what Shoal is looking for, what they enjoy about this school and why Shoal above like all the other, um, universities. Um, and I'd already like spent a year here at RFU and through my friends who are P3s now, I got to see like how much of a bond, like this whole show family thing that people talk about, like it's real. Um, I felt like there was like a bond between everyone in this college where like if someone was going through something, they would reach out to you, they would help you out. And I just felt like for the first time, like in my life, I felt like the faculty was truly there to see my success and I almost felt like there were so many professors right now who I could see as like a second dad or a second mom just because of how nurturing they are and like I saw that when I was applying and that's when I knew like okay like I want to go here I want these guys to help me out and being a podiatrist so uh, Dr. Grumman helped me out with the application process and uh, I remember like he told me he was like there's a long shot that you're going to start this fall because the seats are full and everything. Um, and then one random Friday, I think it was like the last weekend of June. He, it was two weeks before orientation. He messaged me, messages me saying like, Hey, you might want to check your email. And I checked my email and it was like the letter. And I was just like, I was so excited. I texted him. I was just like, please don't be pulling a prank on me. Like if this is a prank, I don't like this prank at all. And he's just like, no, Sujit, we are not pranking you. Like, let me know how you feel about this. And I was just, I was so excited. Like I ran downstairs. I told my mom, my mom like hugged me. She like squeezed me to death and like my phone fell on the ground. And it was just, it was, it was so exciting, honestly. Like it was definitely top five moment, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, sure. here I am now and I'm loving it. So. Yeah. yeah. No, I think uh, I think one of the things that's cool for you guys is the fact that a lot of the stories that I hear somehow, some way, someone was in that uh, master's program at uh, RFU. And I think that's pretty cool because you get more exposed to other fields. And we talked about it. Jill and I have talked about it. And Jill has talked about it with other show students as well. The fact that you're on a campus with different uh, medical professionals and you yeah. get exposed to different medical professionals and you understand what everybody goes through. And let's mm -hmm. say you're in that uh, master's program and you're like, oh, podiatry, I never heard about that. But then you have one year that you go along, like, you know, you're sitting in the library or you, you know, run across them at like a, a get together, a party. I don't know, you know, like one way or the other, you get so uh, 
used to like the other uh, schools that are also on campus as well too. And Padachi doesn't really have that at other schools, you know, as much. Whereas you guys have like a campus setting. I think that's really cool. That separates you guys compared to other schools as well. And I think that's something that if someone was wanting to look into, want a campus lifestyle or, you know, that type of setting, you know, show provides that for them. And you guys, I mean, Jill, you can speak on that and, uh, you know, kind of talk about that as well. And also usage of what, it, you know, kind of talk to us about how you're talking, uh, how you're mentioning, you know, it's a family setting and how you're all together and how, how all you guys come together to encourage each other. So. Well, yeah, I mean, first off, Luke, to your first point, David, like since coming here, I've just realized, like, I didn't know much about um, PAs or PTs, what they do. And since coming here, like taking classes with them, seeing them in the library, getting exposed to these other fields of healthcare, you just learn so much about, again, you realize like how important each of these healthcare providers are in like this team oriented effort towards helping a patient out. And like, I don't know. That's just one of the coolest things, first off, to be in like an interprofessional setting, just to appreciate um, how important the other fields are, how important we all are. Um, but in terms of this, the, the family that you wanted me to talk about, um, I, like I can give you a perfect example, actually. So Miss um, Smith, she's like this amazing lady. She's a, a administration um, at our at Shoal and she like I can like a great example I have is that in the past couple of weeks it's been kind of rough for me because uh, I ended up losing my grandmother. She was like very special. She was probably like one of the most special uh, and most influential uh, people in my life, and it was it was tough, you know. And I was conversing back and forth with Miss Smith about everything going on recently with like the police shootings, Black Lives Matter, and everything, and. Uh, she asked me just casually, like, how I'm doing. And, like, you know, if it was, like, any other faculty, you would just say, like, oh, I'm good, just studying. But, like, she was able to establish this, like, atmosphere where I just felt, like, naturally open. I felt the ability to be able to just, like, talk to her. And I literally just vented everything out to her, telling her, like, you know, like, I have been struggling because I miss my grandma. And, like, I, like, everything I do reminds me of her. And it has been tough. And, the, the response I got back from Ms. Smith was just like so phenomenal. Just, she gave me all these options. She gave me like so much advice how to tackle this issue I'm having, this issue. And she consistently like back and forth made sure to let me know that like I wasn't alone. I have her and I have everyone else around me. And then she also reminded me like the classmates I have here, my friends who like consistently check in on me, who just, you know, knock and see how I'm doing and send a text. And I never feel a sense of competitiveness here. Like, I feel like we can share resources. We keep each other on track, obviously. And like, no one slacks off. Like, we push each other to be the best version of ourselves. But like, the main idea is like, I never felt like I'm going against anyone here. Um, because again, at the end of the day, like, I feel like we at Shoal here have this idea that our purpose is to help patients out in the future and we're not going to be competing against each other. We want each other to be the best version of ourselves so we can be the best providers for those patients. So I'm, I'm just, again, lucky that this family has been around to help me out here. Yeah. I mean, everything that you've said, Suja, I completely agree with. And going off of that a little bit that I know that we have like six other schools along with, 
you know, show here and we get to work with people of different um, professions and stuff. And although we have that, there still is a sense of family within like show itself. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, you give the example of Mrs. Smith. She's always like, you know, hey, Shoal, like when she refers to us, it's like, we're Shoal, like we are Shoal, you know? And I think that's, I think that's awesome. And I love that about Shoal as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that a lot of the podiatry schools really exemplify that. And it kind of goes back to what you were saying. There's no competitive nature. I mean, obviously everyone wants to succeed. Everyone wants to do well, but at Kent State and what I've heard from other students as well across the country at all the nine schools is that there's a camaraderie, knowing that we're all going into the same field, knowing that we're all going to cross paths at some point in time, whether we're in different years or whatever it might be. You know, it's something that's nice to know that like the person next to me or my friend that I've made for the past three, four years is going to be there for me or help me or guide me. And I can do the same for the other person, you know, and especially through this podcast and through these episodes that we've had various guests come on, we've been able to be ex exposed to so many people have different ways of life, that different journeys to where they are now. And it kind of helps you realize and puts everything into perspective. I understand that like we're one big family throughout the entire country, uh, furthering and helping others around us. And at the at the end of the day, advocating for the field, which is still, in my personal opinion, yeah, it's been there around for a while now, but it's still very new to people. And, right. you know, uh, us as contemporaries are the ones pushing it even higher and even further as the years go by. And, you know, I don't know where it's going to be five years from now or 10 years from now, but, you know, if we have people like us and those that are coming up, prospective students or first years that are just starting right now, uh, still advocating for the field, still putting word out for the field. It really brings awareness and really helps us to understand the importance of what podiatry means to the medical world. And even when we started this podcast, it was to understand how podiatry fits into the other specialties and how the other specialties fit into into podiatry. And it's not just one or the other, it's both ways, right? And Schultz really exemplifies that. RFU, I mean, more so than anything else really exemplifies that being able to have different ways of life, different medical professionals all on one campus. And, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and be like, yeah, it's all well and good. And that, you know, we all get along all the time because that's not the case, you know, and there's always people that stereotype different fields and stereotype different things. But I think it's always important to understand that everyone uh, gets to a certain point because they go through a certain journey to eventually attain that uh, goal that they have in mind and the simple fact of you saying that you were open even after 10 years of wanting to do psychiatry really you know is an example to everyone else it, it, it helps everyone else understand that you know maybe you had this train of thought for so long but mm -hmm. it's okay to change it's okay to be open to other things and I think that's even very important in our day and age not just in uh, in the medical world, but everything that's going on around the entire country as of right now. So <laughs> I think it's, I think it's good. And I think whatever you spoke about, I, everyone can see it in different ways, but this is, this is my takeaway from it. And I think this is what I've learned from your story and your journey. But before we wrap up this episode, is there anything that you want to say before um, we end this episode and we kind of, you know, take it to the next segment? Well, I mean, I just feel like we're in good hands. Like, it, it makes me happy knowing, like, from the class, my fellow classmates, and 
just all the other uh, professional schools at RFU, just seeing the level of resilience and compassion with my classmates and everyone. Uh, and then through your podcast, just seeing how diverse, how like talented these future podiatrists are. Like it just gives me hope and it makes me excited to work with the future healthcare professionals that are just like come from such different backgrounds and have such unique stories. And um, it, it's just a very optimistic outlook. Obviously, school is hard and like if it's hard that means like we're doing it right yeah um and uh, but again like the sense of hope and optimism and then just wanted to like reach back on what you said like the whole risk idea like it was a calculated risk and it taught me to just take more risks in life like try out like a dance class that i never would even if it makes me look like a clown <laughs> and uh, just try out new foods like reach out to people i haven't talked to just like you know, expand that idea of risk in other areas of life. Cause like, you know, like what's the point if you don't take risks, calculated risks that is obviously. So, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I completely agree with you. Anything else that you want to add to that, Jill? No. Um, I want to thank you, Sujit, for sharing your story because you know, everything you said today, I think at least someone can take something away from. So thank you so much for that. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for, having me on here again like I really appreciate what you both are doing and it's it just sheds light on the brilliance that we have with each other so thank you guys for letting me definitely yeah and we wish you nothing but the best going forward in your second year and you know boards are coming up next year and you know thereafter whatever whichever route you go wherever uh, residency takes you but you know I think it's all different for all of us, but our, our paths always cross. Our paths cross today, but that doesn't mean this is the last time that it'll ever cross. We never know in the future where where, we'll, where we will be or where we will work together. So thank you, Sujith, and thank you listeners for tuning in today. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. We'll see you soon. Bye.